What's going on? Look at number 23, episode 23. Coming out of the gates, bro. Looking at the dates of Saturday the 30th of January. Mid-afternoon. It's not actually mid. What are we looking at right now? 5.31 p.m. Why not get out of the house a little bit, do a podcast. It's about that time. I've been looking forward to this all day, to be honest with you. And um, what could I tell you? Today has been full on. I feel like Barack Obama, midterm, when he's got to go and do 16 different speakings throughout the day, and you can't get one second of break to yourself. So just to wake up this morning, went to bed 10 o'clock last night, a little bit, little bit tipsy, took out the missus for a date night. Um, I'll elaborate on that a little bit longer. Threw in 10.30, the little one wants to sleep in my bedroom, so she comes, Dada, I'm scared. I'm scared. I can't sleep in my room. She speaks like some war hero that will not allow you to breathe, bro. Now, she's tough as nails, as they say the old English people going all English. She goes, I, I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't sleep in my own room. That's it. I'm going to have to sleep in your room. Now, the missus, she's got a bed bedroom in another room. So she's got the recovery room. She's loving life, bro. Throwing the monitor on for the little guy. He's in another room. Bro, we're all four quadrants of life happening in the same under the same roof. Everyone trying to survive. Little children. Now, if anyone out there is going, bro, I'm single. I need a missus. I want to have a family. That's all good, bro. You So you should. You should have a family because what else are you going to do, bro? Go to Bondi and take photos of yourself doing chin-ups. No one cares, bro. If you, what, what are you going to do? Go, uh, we had a, a COVID party. Everyone wore masks and they made margaritas. Uh, irrelevant. That stuff dies out. But if you want to get your head done in between the day that your baby is born to the day you die, you're going to have to have family. And that's that's what's going to happen. You're going to get zero rest and zero time to chill. So this is right now. Woke up at 6.30. I woke up at 4.30 actually. The little one wants to huggles me at 4.30. I need to huggles you right now. I need to huggles you right now. And then somehow we fell asleep into that sleep. You know that sleep where you're sleeping, but you're not sleeping. You're like awake. You're like, is this sleep? Is this a dream? Why can't I fall asleep? But then you look at your clock, it's two hours later. You go, what happened just then? But you're not rested. So since I woke up, I go to the missus, pack the kids. We're going to Kmart right now. We're going to need to get, we need to get new plates I'm not going to go somewhere where it's expensive, bro. Kmart has basically brought high-end fashion for 4 bucks 50 That's not in clothes. I'm not buying clothes there. But you want to buy some cups, you want to buy some plates, you got a Kmart, bro. Oh, the steasiest little plates, bro. Six of them for like 8 bucks. I'm thinking, who makes these slaves? Robots? Who's making them? I want to know who the people are that are making the plates and I'm hoping that it's just machinery and robots because I wouldn't support it if I found out a little Balinese kid's making it or even a little Macedonian kid, bro. 
for that. Some guy called Petre is making plates for me to, to eat some canned lentils out of. I wouldn't be happy with that. But if it's some robot that has no feelings making it, it costs three cents to power it up by the time it makes nine plates and the profit margin is 60,000%, then I'd be okay with that. But who knows? So we went to Kmart. I get the kids in the car, Audi, the little one screaming, the older one screaming. I try to throw a chicken drumstick in her mouth so she can calm down. I go, he ate this. No, she doesn't want to eat that. The missus is, is climbing all over the lever. She doesn't care. She put a, a stickler, a high heel, straight on the center compartment where I put my elbow with a heel so she can climb in the back. I go, are you serious, bro? This is Audi. This is Audi. You're not stepping on a Corolla, bro. What are you doing? She goes, I need to get to the back. I need to help the kids. I got to take your shoes off, man. What are you doing, bro? This stuff, who knows what type of cow was massacred for this? Some Swedish cow or Norwegian. Denmark cow. Something that had, had been mulching grass for nine years and now it's become a piece of a car. Have some respect for it, bro. I don't come treading all over you with a pair of ASICs all over your car, bro. And she goes, calm down, bro. It's only lever. That's the thing, bro. That's why chicks, they don't respect cars. Now, I don't care how much hype I get for this. Oh, he's sexist. Chicks love cars. They don't, but I sat in her car yesterday. I looked like a garbage bin. I went in her car. I thought I sat in the recycling bin on the way to a restaurant. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. That car's a little bit dirty. I go, what? Dirty? There's 19 cups of empty coffees here. There's something that looked like a bacon and egg roll used to live in it. There's this random floss. You've been getting through the molars in the back of your teeth after the bacon and egg roll. You didn't want to get rid of that. You just threw it on the floor. It doesn't get rid of itself, I told the babe. What are you doing, but? She goes, oh, get off my back, this, that. I go, seriously, bro. Like, I grew up with a father that was clean. Orderly, my mother is clean and orderly. I'm not used to a car coming out looking like Tempe Tip after we paid 80 grand for it. And now you basically use the car as a recycling factory. She goes, No, no, I'm very busy. I've got to get to it. I go, The interesting thing is, your room's the same. There's cups of coffee from Tuesday. It's Saturday now. How did I? That's why we're going to Kmart. We're going to Kmart to buy more coffee cups because she goes, we've run out of coffee cups. I go, check under the bed, but under the bed, there's none of them there. Half of them have got mold in there. You can do some tests. Like that's how they found out about, what's it called, that thing, bro? Uh, penicillin. Some dweeb who was a scientist at the same time, left, left a, a piece of bread out for 16 days straight while he went out on a bender. He came back and it was green growing all over it. He goes, might as well test this, man. Huh? He tested it. It cured his cold. No hangovers. Who knows how many pingers he had that night. He had a piece of bread. It was perfect the next day. He goes, man, maybe there's something to this. So that's how the day kicked off. Now we're in Kmart. I'm thinking to myself, 
there is no worse place to be at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. But granted, it was raining and I couldn't go out to the beach. I usually on Saturday morning we usually go to the beach. I get the kids, I get the missus, I go, babe, get ready, I'm gonna top up the tan. And she goes, All right, no worries. We'll go to the beach. I'll throw myself in the ocean like some dugong. I'll go and do two kilometer swim, 30 minutes, maybe 35, depends on how I feel, lethargic, this debt. When I get back, she'll go for a little run. She's a runny little person, so she can go for a little run for half an hour, or whatever. And then we'll pump a couple of coffee, some yogurts on the side of the beach, an acai bowl, sprinkling with all these mueslis this day. Health and shit. We'll do that. But not today. We decided to go to Kmart. Now, forewarning, if you want to have kids, don't take them to Kmart. All right? Every single thing is, is a possible purchase. My little one, Little, I kept saying little one, the older one. She wants, she wants a, she wants a, a, a pillow that looks like a cat. Can I have this dada, please? I really like this one. She'll never look at it. I'll buy it that day if I left it in the boot, bro. She wouldn't even ask for it. She doesn't care. She just, it's that dopamine flex that she gets from purchasing it. And I'm looking at her face and I go, "You are a female, bro." That's why these websites work, bro. Because you girls buy a whole bunch of shit on the website, and then it turns up to your door, doesn't fit you, doesn't look good, but you dumped 800 bucks out of the account and you're happy, momentarily happy. And we've got to work on the root cause of why you need to consume. I don't consume anything like that, bro. It's going to be a coffee in the morning, I'm going running, I'm licking a river, I'm jumping in a pool, I'm dolphin swimming, butterflies, this dead. I don't need it, bro. I need a four-pack of crafties every couple of days just to keep my head right. I don't need to spend 800 bucks on a pillow or a pair of shtickly or some dress that I'm never going to wear because I never go out anymore because I've got kids and I don't always have a tired and I say no to all the invitations that come my way. So we're going for a Kmart. She's like, can I have this? Can I have that? I go, no. Aravinayet. I go, no. You're not having this. You're not having that. Simple as that. Enjoy the ride on the on the trolley and you'll get nothing. I want a bluey poster. No. I want a new doll. No. Here's a pair of socks. Four of them. You can have that for four bucks fifty. I don't know where she got those from. I don't know how they make socks for four bucks fifty. Transportation, cotton. Someone making the sock. How but I don't get it. But I'm not complaining. I just get it. I'm part of the problem. Then we get to the cashier at the end. She throws a bitch fit. My missus decides to go and drop a Grogan. She goes, I gotta go toilet, man. I go, You're gonna leave me with the kids here while I'm 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 swiping 120 goods. She goes, I gotta go, man. What do you want me to do? I go, all right, go. Go, bro. I'm not gonna start another argument. Now I've got two kids, one guy, carpal tunnel in my left hand. I've got a, a, a screaming toddler in the right on the floor. I want that dog! I want that dog! I'm thinking to myself, bro, I'm failing as a father. Now, bring it back to 1990. If I did that in front of my father, he would give me the biggest Daniel LaRusso karate kid chop to the neck. Gone! I want that! I want that! 
Shut up, man. Say another word. Say another word, Jimmy Gospel. Say one more word, bro. When we get up to the Holden Calais, <laughs> I'll choke you out. I'll put you in the boot. Say another word, bro. And I used to just look at him and just go, <laughs> that's okay. Now, everything's politically correct. I can't do that. I don't want to do it to my daughter. Anyway, she's all little and stuff. But don't think it didn't go through my head, bro. Don't think the words weren't working, but Sometimes when language doesn't work, you go, what's next, but I can't call a cop. There's none there. I asked the lady that was swiping the goods every six seconds. It goes, put the thing on the counter. Swipe it. Why isn't it on the weighing station? It's a joke, bro. I go, look after my daughter, hero. Well, I swipe all these goods. So she actually, she was actually quite nice. She starts looking after her. If you're asking, it's tequila, margarita, double shot, why not? Anyway, she's looking after her. I pack it finally. She's screaming. I don't give in, bro. I hold the line. That's what you do when you want to achieve something. You don't give in to the the, the, the easiness in your head. Because one side of me is going, give her a doll, man. What's wrong with you? The other side of my head's going, what doll, bro? You've already got 17 of them in the lounge room cluttering up your space when you got up to do a piece of quarter to three in the morning when you stepped on one of their heads, you rolled your ankle, bro. You had to ice it till quarter to five in the morning. Don't do it. Now that is the guy I listen to. That's the logical head. That's the guy that goes, wake up to yourself, man. You're a man. And the other guy is a little bitch. So I don't listen to that bloke. I listen to the guy that goes, no chance, bro. That's the same guy when I'm swimming 60 laps in a pool at the 20th lap. He goes, man, you've done enough. Go and grab yourself a, a protein shake and get out of here. And I go to him, get out of here, bro. You're a fat log. I don't listen to you. If I'm going to listen to you, bro, I'll never get anything done. So I don't listen to him. I don't listen to him when he's talking about my missus or my, my kids. All right. So... We tallied them up, 300 bucks later, we walk up to the car, throw the kids in the car, a little chicken drumstick, some sushi, and we went home. So safe in the luxury of her own home afterwards. What happened to Conor McGregor, but? Is anyone going to speak up about this, bro? Last Sunday, bro, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a big uh, McMuffin fan. But I don't know what happened to him. All I know is that uh, this other guy, what's his name? Justin Poirier destroyed him. And it was very humbling, bro. One part of me was disappointed, obviously. I uh, lost 50 bucks on McGregor. Who cares? But the other part of me was pumped up to see this guy get belted. Now, I've never seen him get TKO'd like that. I've seen him get knocked out by uh, Khabib with a lot. No, he didn't get knocked out. He got choked out. Khabib with a lot. He's a fierce onions, lettuce, tomatoes, brother kind of a contender. So he was he's a fierce guy, bro. That guy hasn't had a drink since 1988 when he was born. And he is very, very fierce. He just looks at people and he goes, I'll smash him. I will smash him. Send location. Send location. I will chew him up like like dog chew a paper. 
Now, he's a scary bloke because he doesn't hit. He can't hit. If he had to stand up, if there was no, what do you call it, grappling, wrestling, Conor McMuffin would have eaten him like a like a piece of paper that my son was eating the Bible today. I saw him on the floor. He picked up a Bible. He started chewing through the papers. I go, how holy are you, bro? You've been sent sent to us to, to, to share the good news or something. But, yeah, so Khabib is choked him out. Nate Diaz choked him out. Uh, Money Mayweather KO'd him, but that was in – that's in boxing. So let's take that as red. Just go with the UFC now, KFC. So McMuffin hasn't been knocked out like that in a case. It's the first time I've seen it. I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't care. I don't care for facts. Or if you guys are going, that's not true, don't care. But I think that that is true, that this is the first time. This guy belted the living hero out of him. He was laying on the floor. He looked like some guy that was going for an exorcism. I felt bad. I felt mad at the same time that it's going to spur him on to fight more. Now, Conor McMuffin's worth $150 million. He does not need to go and get his brain rattled around its cage to prove a point. But unfortunately, he's got a huge ego, and that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to do it, and there's going to be a number three that's going to come on between Poirier and McMuffin, which will be gone. I'm all for it. He was very humble, bro. Like, what was he doing? He was... He was almost wanting to hook up with Poirier. That's the thing. There was a lot of memes coming out of like from Brokeback Mountain where the two guys meet up behind the house. They start pashing, grabbing each other's schlongs. 100% both their assholes would have been bleached. Bleached that. 100%. But McMuffin was a gentleman towards him and it didn't work in his favor. Better off being an asshole, McMuffin. That's what you built for. You Irish twat. You come, nah, come on. I like him, but the tequila got to me a little bit. But honestly, I do like McMuffin. But honestly, the tequila got to me a little bit. That's the same thing. Speaking of tequila, last night I took my missus on a date night. And if anyone's coming to the stand up shows, you're going to hear this joke and I don't care. I took her out to a date night. She goes, babe, it's Friday night. I've got a babysitter. Take me out. Let's go left. I go, all right. So went out to a kind of a good restaurant, local, expensive restaurant. I'm not all for spending cash on a piece of steak that I've got to do a bog the next morning and strain it out. Use wet wipes like my brother-in-law. I don't use wet wipes, but that guy uses wet wipes like a, like a toddler. I don't understand that. Shouldn't be flushing wet wipes down the floor and destroying Sydney water. But I took her out, spent 250 bucks on a meal, I thought, you know when you go to these restaurants and you go, give me 12 oysters, man. Give me some fennel salad that tastes like I'm eating medicine. Give me that. And give me some wine that costs 30 bucks a bottle, but I'm going to pay 16 bucks for a glass. Just do it. Give me a steak that I can get from Bresnahan's butchers down the road for 50 bucks for a kilo. Give me 250 grams for 78 bucks. What did you put on it? A bit of butter. Threw a butter, I spritzed a little bit of salt. 
But it's the vibe, bro. There's the vibe. I'm sitting in a room of people I don't know, bro. There's no view. What is it? Like I'm all down for it when you're looking at the Pacific Ocean, when you're in Fiji, when you're in Italy. I'm all down for it. What am I, Lugano? What am I doing, bro? I'm looking at a couple of oak trees that have dissipated from the heat. And I'm spending 250 bucks anyway. When you're with your missus, all you do is talk about the kids anyway. So we're just sitting there. She pumps three cocktails like she's going to her 21st birthday. I've just had one because I already had two at home. Now, I warm up before I go out. I don't just go out like a cold engine. I warm up the car. I'm like Peter Brock. The car's warm, bro. It's been revving in the garage. When I jump in it, it's ready to take corners, bro. It's ready to go I'm not just going to take it out like a dots. I'm ready, bro. I've crunched a couple of crafties at home in the driveway waiting for her to get ready. She, she calls me. I'm outside. Where are you? I go, where do you think I am, bro? Sitting behind the Audi. I just crunched a couple of cans. I'm ready to go. She goes, all right. She comes out. We go there. She goes, I've got to catch up now, man. She gets the most expensive cocktails, whatever. Do it. She makes money. I make money. Menabrea, premium lager from Italy. The tequila's finished. Anyway, so she pumps a couple. I go, all right. You're going to be jacked up, eh? What's going on? She goes, it's my night off. Let me let me drink. I go, drink, bro. Go for it. No one's stopping you. Can't wait. Who knows what's going to go on after this? She goes, yeah, you know what's going on, man. You know what's going to go on. I go, okay. So we got to, we share a couple of main meals. You got to share, right? Like I get the fish. She wants the fish. She gets the steak. I want the steak. We have it. Look, like two gypsy, two gypsies just sharing. We share it. She ends up, she's, she's blottoed by the end of it. She's manja. And she goes, all right, man. I'm so tired. Let's go. I go, what do you mean tired? We got to get dessert. Do you want a dessert? Always she's got room for dessert. Oh, yeah, I've got room for dessert. All right, another 40 bucks for dessert. We put it, some little four-square-centimeter cake comes out. We smash that. I smash an espresso like some mobster from New Jersey in 1971 that thinks he's tough because he's breaking the law and he's got all these little minions running around doing all the crimes for him while he sits at home eating all these garlic spaghettis. So I sit there and I have this coffee. I get a little bit jacked up of the coffee. She's finished. She decides to order an espresso margarita, martini. Espresso martini, is it? What is it? She orders it. It comes out with three little bits of um, coffee beans on the end of it. You know how they come out, bro. I go, all right. Jesus Christ, you're going hard tonight. She goes, I need it, I drink, I need it, I drink hard. I go, all right, we'll drink a butt. She starts drinking it. One quarter of it goes through. She goes, I can't have any more. Hey, what am I to do with that, bro? There's 24 bucks left there. What do you want? She goes, you have it. So I go, I've got to drive you home, bro. You're nowhere. You're nicked there. If I let you drive now, you're either going to hit a possum on the way home or you're going to hit a Pajero 
which is worse. What do you want to hit? She goes, no, no I'm going to just hit, hit the car and just relax while you drive home. So I, I'm, as a responsible man, I necked the rest of the cocktail. Now I'm way over. And I got up and I go, let's get out of here. We go to the front. We tap the card. We walk out. She gets in the car. She goes, oh, God, I'm so tired. But I don't want to go home yet. Let's go to some lookout. It gets raining. She goes, don't worry about it, man. I know what she wants. So we go to the lookout. She just wants to chill for the record. If anyone's typing this, make sure you type, I know what she wants. And then she just wants to chill for the record. Don't just cut that politically correct and stuff, bro. I need to make sure that everyone's, you get the whole scope of the story, bro. Nuance, context. Don't just go like a little hero. Anyway, we get to look out. We're sitting there talking. Lay the seats back. This dead. Anyway, she goes to me. I go, babe, are you happy with the kids? Everything going good. She goes, I love the kids. And she goes to me, have you ever thought about a third kid? I go, I have thought about a third. Yeah, I know. But like this little guy, he's doing a heads and raise only nine months. She goes, yeah, I know. But if I'm... If, if we're going to have another kid, I want to go to exotic location. I go, why? She goes, I've been reading this book where people go to exotic locations for their third kid and then they name it after the exotic location. I go, what are you talking about? She goes, they name it like Maui or something like that, some exotic name. I go, well, after what just happened, bro, in nine months' time, you might have to call it Audi. Audi.